Another shaky performance from Jake Ottinger. Has the Dallas Stars on the brink? We're going to talk a lot about the Vegas Golden Knights and what has been successful for their team, mostly in the cage, and the fantasy value of their goaltenders headed into next season. We got big-time bets, and we got to talk about this Jamie Benn suspension. Thank you for joining us for Thursday's episode. Let's get right to it. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back inside the lab that is the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steele Roden. You can find his work all across YouTube under NHL Quick Hits and, of course, all across the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your boy, Big Flip Livingstone, and you've seen my work on such outlets as The Score, CBC Hockey Night in Canada, and a lot more. So make sure you're checking us both out for all of your fantasy hockey needs. And thank you for making us your first list. Listen every single day on today's episode, Thursday's episode. We got a little Western Conference final game three recap. Jamie Benn suspended for two games. That cross check to the neck area steal. Vicious. Pretty, pretty nasty. We got to talk about that. I need to ask you a big question. It could be the nail in the coffin for the Dallas Stars. Mm-hmm. Just that time of the game, everything that happened right after. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to ask you that question. I got a lot of big questions for you today, Steele, and I hope you're ready for it because they all hold fantasy implications. Aiden Hill shines once again for the Golden Knights. We got to talk about their goaltending landscape and who holds more fantasy value headed into next season? Is it Logan Thompson or is it Aiden Hill? Speaking of goaltenders, are they maybe decreasing their value in the situation with Jake Ottinger? He needs to be a lot better. I'm going to ask Steele about that. We got Thursday, Game 4, tee-up, and big-time bets as well. So thank you for joining us for a jam-packed episode. Steele, before we get to bets, before we get to everything else, Jamie Benn, vicious hit. You can see the frustration starting to set in here. But what a really, like, never a good time to do something this brash. But this is the question I'll pose to you in a second. But hit me with your take on that play. It's a lapse of judgment from the captain and leader of the Dallas Stars. You're a minute into the game. You're down one nothing. There is no reason whatsoever for Jamie Benn to be even doing what he did to Mark Stone, cross-check to the face. If this is what Jamie Benn has done throughout his entire career. He has done this countless times throughout the NHL 14 seasons he's been in the league. He loves to cross-check, whether it's to the face or to the ribs. It doesn't matter to him as long as he gets a shot in worthwhile. He has those moments where everything, he just forgets everything. He forgets it's hockey, he forgets the rules, and he just does what pops in his mind. I, I'm not even kidding you. I honestly think that I can see the moment in his mind that everything went blank, and there's just a big bubble cloud popping right in his brain with a blinking neon sign that says, cross-check, cross-check, cross-check. <laughs> and it just didn't make any sense whatsoever he, to do what he did. Cross-check right in the face, uh, gets a five-minute major. He's gone for the game, obviously has the hearing, suspended for two mm-hmm. games uh, of the Western yeah. Conference Finals. At that point, it's probably too late. They're probably going to lose in the next two games, it seems like. But mm-hmm. what really pisses me off 
the most, personally, this is what pisses me off the most, is A, right after the game, he left. He didn't even address what happened. He didn't want to talk to the media. You're the captain. You're the leader. You have to take accountability for your action. Yes. What really sets me off and pisses me off is when someone tries to play it off like they were trying to do something else. Like he did Mm -hmm. end up talking to the media Mm -hmm. earlier yesterday and he said he wished he didn't True. use his stick as a landing point. To me, that's just utter nonsense. Oh, yeah. You know exactly yeah, yeah. what you're doing, Jamie. You know exactly what you're doing. Stone Agreed. goes down. You weren't even falling. You personally forced yourself down to the ice so you could cross-check him in the face. I thought it should be two games. He gets two games. It's the right yeah. call. And this is why Agreed. I said I was saying this all day yesterday. This is the reason why the Dallas Stars and Jamie Benn have not won a Stanley Cup with his with his entire career with the Dallas Stars. This is the reason, because he does nonsense mm. stuff like this. And unfortunately, he's pretty effective otherwise, Steele. Maybe some poor decision-making really kind of hindering his ability. Yep. And I think you really kind of pointed out something that we have to recognize here. He has the C on his chest. Yep. And there comes a factor of accountability there, not like every other player at this point in a postseason and a battle for a Stanley Cup. Every single player, every single night, whether you're playing four minutes or 24, Mm -hmm. has to be accountable for every single bit of what they're doing out there with their stick, with their body, with their shoulder or otherwise. Uh, You know, you saw Valeno in the World Championships stomp a guy. That was just And he gets... And he gets five, and you're just wondering, what are you thinking? Yep. You're a professional athlete out there, and not to mention the effect on yourself and what it'll do for your own career, especially Jamie Bennett at this point. How many more kicks at the can is he really going to get? And I'll ask you this question in a sec. Maybe this was the nail in the coffin for the Dallas Stars this season, given how pivotal of a time in the game that came and what happened after. We'll get there in a sec. But I wanted to just say, 62 points in 82 career games – Aside from his inability to make good decisions, he has been productive offensively for the most part, including this season, 11 points in 16 games. So I wanted to point that out. But given they're down 1-0, given they give up a goal immediately after on a power play because of his Mm -hmm. dumb, boneheaded, dangerous play, by the way, just a dangerous play, falling on a guy's neck with your stick and a huge cop-out. I agree with you as well with his response. And then they score right again. They pop three quick goals. And yeah, the first goal wasn't directly his fault. But the other two, I'm going to hang on him for turning that around. Jake Ottinger gets chased. And let me hit you with this. Do you think it's the nail in the coffin? Because also, the way he's carried himself and the lack of being like the leader that this team clearly needs, the young Jake Ottinger is clearly not feeling confident. And then he's got boneheaded plays coming from the leadership of this team. It's just starting to stink real bad for the Dallas Stars. And then on the other side, you got Vegas looking confident as ever. Well, I think it is the nail in the coffin for the Dallas Stars. And I think I've said this to you many, many times. I think that the front office, the management of the Dallas Stars, they can't wait till Jamie Benn's contract is up. I think they'll most likely want to resign him. He's been there his entire career. But his contract is brutal. And yeah, he's had a bounce back season. But this just at this point it's completely forgotten this one moment that he just had the lapse of judgment is what he's going to be remembered for this year he cost his team such a pivotal time they were down two nothing in this series they were down one nothing in the first minute they weren't out of it it's a must-win game it seems like and you you got yourself kicked out of the game so for me it's the nail in the coffin we are going to talk talk about jake andre as well but honestly at the same time the dallas stars have just gotten worse and worse as as the playoffs have gone on 
They dominated the first round against the Minnesota Wild. I know they lost two games, but they dominated that series. There was no crooked numbers. I think the second game when they won 7-3, that was the only crooked game and they won. Then you go to the Seattle Kraken in the second round, and it's just the most lopsided, crooked numbers back and forth, going game seven that I've seen from the Dallas Stars, and then they don't show up against the Vegas Golden Knights in the Western Conference Finals. So you're not getting the best out of Jake Ottinger. You got the worst out of your captain. And, you know, Jason mm-hmm. Robertson, he's scoring goals, but where's Rupe Hintz right now? Where's Miro Heiskanen right now? Just It seems well, like they've lost a little bit of their confidence, especially uh, after game three. And even Robertson, though, four goals. You know, he has, I think he has two goals. He's two in his goals last in this five. series, yeah. Two goals in it, yeah. So, like, okay, that's better for sure. But I think overall, after the season he had, and I understand, 15 points in 16 games. It's just when you enter the postseason after scoring 109 points, I think is what he had, the expectations go up, right? And that's when you become, he wants to get paid like one of the top players in the league. You know, he wants the salary, he wants the term. (laughs) Then I'm going to hang that expectation on him as well, Steele. And hey, you're in the Western final, baby. So the magnifying glass is on you. And in my opinion, he needs to be better. I'm going to talk about that when we come to big time bets. Speaking of having to be better, we're going to talk about Jake Ottinger. We're going to talk about a lot of goaltending angles coming up around the break, including who holds more fantasy value in the crease, Aiden Hill or Logan Thompson, and who holds that Vegas crease headed into next season. Headed into break here, we got to pay these bills, and we got to talk about our friends at Bird Dogs because today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. And if you're talking about fit, comfort, and versatility – both Steele and I now, we've got our swag packages okay. from Bird Dogs. We've been rocking the shorts every single day, swapping in out the colors, the comfort. Steele, you can wear these things basically anywhere and still oh, look yeah. sharp. I know you have already ordered an extra pair of gym shorts. So make sure you go out there and you check out Bird Dogs because they give you the freedom to wear one pair of shorts and pants from the golf course to a meeting, a date, or hanging out with friends. The stretchy fabric makes the legs look great and they're comfier than any other short or pants that I own. And I look better and feel better because I'm wearing these bird dogs. And just like a number of successful and high quality athletes, aside from Steele and I, there are a lot of celebrities out there rocking bird dogs, Burt Kreischer, Dave Portnoy, all the pardon my take hosts. They're rocking the bird dogs for the comfort and the fit. So make sure you head over to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. When you enter promo code locked on NHL, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every single order. I think I might have to head out there, Steele, and cut myself a few more pairs of these bird dogs because, uh, Summer's headed in, and these uh, the comfort and the fit, it's with Bird Dogs, baby. So make sure you head to birddogs.com today and cop yourself some new swag. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find a Locked On Podcast of your favorite team in all four major sports leagues and the NCAA, your team every single day and thank you so much for tuning into the locked on fantasy hockey podcast with flip and i steel Roden as well continuing the topic of the western conference finals vegas golden knights and the dallas stars it's a goalie battle right now and so far vegas is coming up on top they've gone through the goalie carousel all season long i know you want to talk about the goalies um aiden hill and logan thompson for next year's fantasy draft 
it's just such an interesting storyline. And I know we've kind of touched on it here or there, so we don't need to go into it at too much length in terms of mm-hmm. how impressive running out five goalies and at critical times of the year, especially headed into the season right off the jump. We were kind of questioning where does this team fall? And then Robin Leonard's injury happens yep. and both you and I were ready to write this team off. And, you know, even right up to the playoffs, I wasn't really fully buying them as a number one seed in that division. And here they are, one win from the Cup. And, hey, Florida Panthers, one win from the Cup while we're recording this. We'll see what happens. But realistically, Steele, we know how important the goaltending position is. Yeah. And I might sound like a broken record on that, but when it comes to fantasy and your ability to really pounce on a hot goalie or get the right one or miss out on the wrong one, it can really mean the difference between you making money or not in your fantasy leagues year in and year out. So that's why I really want to pay attention to this because also throw out a little bit of love for your boy, Aiden Hill, a guy who has toiled for only 101 games in his NHL Mm -hmm. career, mostly for the Arizona Coyotes and San Jose Sharks in a backup or even third string role. And here he is being one of the main (laughs) reasons to bring his team to the cup final But also, his numbers this year. This is why I wanted to pay attention to this for a hot minute here. 16, 7-1, 2.45 goals against, and a 9.15 save percentage. And I want to talk about the him over Logan Thompson in a second here because their numbers are eerily similar. But very quickly, what are you seeing from Aiden Hill? And I'm not talking about going out there and potentially drafting him. Yeah. Because that might be bold in a year-to-year league. It's bold because we don't know what's going to happen. He's not even under contract for next season. But you can't help but feel if he is a continues to do what he's doing and he brings Vegas even close to a cup championship, which he's already done, he's going to be back in Vegas because they need a goaltender. And what do you do with him? The guy's just oozing confidence right now. He looks as calm and and, and in his groove as Sergei Bobrovsky does for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. He looks 27 years old as well, by 27, the way. 27. Yeah. He's right in his prime right now as a goaltender. Like you said, he's only played a hundred, just over a hundred games in the NHL. He hasn't had a lot of uh, experience uh, as a starter or even just playing no. in the league for that long. But yeah, you know, no one really knows what's happening with Robin Leonard. You know, he's still under contract for the next two years at $5 million. Mm-hmm. He hasn't played mm-hmm. since February 2022. He's been through shoulder surgery. He's been through hip surgery. Yep. He's filed for bankruptcy now. It's been a very yuck, rough year right, for right. Robin Leonard uh, and the True. Vegas goalie department. This is That's how the goalie carousel really started with Robin Leonard, all the injuries yep. and, you know, off-ice incidents that are going on. I think the Vegas Golden Knights easily run back next year with Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill. Like you said, Thompson's Thompson signed for the next two years at an incredible price, just over 760,000 right now. And then Aiden Hill is a UFA at the end of the season or at the end of the year. So I think they'll easily be able to re-sign him for cheap, get him to like Mm -hmm. a, you know, one and a half to two and a half million for three, two years, whatever it is. In the meantime, while they figure out what's going on with Robin Leonard, Agreed. I don't think even with all the confidence and great play with Aiden Hill right now, I think your best pet best bet is to continue next year with Logan Thompson. Aiden Hill, okay. like you said, 16, 7, and 1. He's playing great right now, but mm-hmm. he's been a backup his entire career. Again, he's only played a hundred games, but he's been a backup. And that's what it really comes down to. Again, you and I had so many question marks with the goaltending, and the fact that they had to go through five of them this year and get to this point with Aiden Hill is just absolutely remarkable. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think for next year's fantasy draft, Aiden Hill is one of those guys that, yeah, maybe you can draft him at 18th, 19th, even 20th. Aiden Hill is one of those goalies that I would pick up off the waiver wire every other week, you know, just like get an extra game in there for a goalie. If you have the space mm-hmm. and he would do the mm-hmm. job. Great. So he, he, to me, he's still a backup goaltender, even though he's playing phenomenally right now. I do just want, this is a little bit of a side note though. Um, and I, this is about the Arizona coyotes, kind of just a little bit of a side note and has nothing to do with the playoffs, but that is truly one thing the Arizona Coyotes know how to get right is developing their goaltenders mm. into reliable, mm. trustworthy yeah. backups that can potentially turn in to starters for other team. Aiden Hill. You like, love you love Kara Vamelka. You that's I your love boy. The Coyote. Listen to this. Aiden yeah. Hill, four seasons with the Coyotes. Auntie Ranta, four seasons with Arizona as well. He's with the Carolina Carolina Hurricanes right now. Scott Wedgwood, two seasons with Arizona. He's with the Dallas Stars right now. You have three goalies that played for the Arizona Coyotes in the last four to five Mm -hmm. years, now in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. And look at my boy right there, Karel Vimelka. He's two seasons in with the Arizona Coyotes. His (laughs) name has already been rumored for trading. He could be the next guy in the Stanley Cup Cup Finals. Arizona just seems to develop good goalies. But yeah, back to the yeah. point, Aiden Hill, I still think he's a, a a goaltender you pick up off the waiver wire every so often. Yeah, it's just, it's a very intriguing question because Aiden Hill has more of a track record and yes, it is as a backup, but maybe even more impressive because it was a backup on those teams and he's getting thrown against the yeah. Wolves for the chunk of his career. <laughs> how about how about every single year in his career, aside from his rookie season where he entered and played four games, above a 900 save percentage and a 910 save percentage over his six seasons in the NHL. So I just think you got to pay attention here because Vegas mm-hmm. is clearly going to be another good team and making yeah. some noise in that division next season. So when it comes to options in the crease, you got to keep your head on a swivel and you got to make sure that you have your finger on the pulse for every single situation. So knowing that also most likely, even if it is tipping the hand to Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill is still going to get a lot of looks in that crease to take some minutes next season especially if he brings this team home a cup, he might even get a shot at being the number one guy next season. If they choose to re-sign him and throw a little bit of money at him and what better negotiating chip to sit down at the table with next season as a UFA, than a big old Stanley cup baby right on the table. That might work nicely for Mr. Aiden Hill steel. I want to talk about Jake Ottinger after the break. Let's tee up game four and big time bets after the break. Take us there. My friend, when you're ready. Can't wait for big time bets and the continuation of this Western Conference Finals. I've got some spicy picks for you there, hey. Flip. But yeah, of course, like always, we do have to pay these bills. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or you get your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com, 
eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Let's ride with eBay Motor. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We appreciate all the love and all the support our listeners show us mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning. And we hope that your teams out there, Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals, you're enjoying the playoff hockey out there. We know Flip and I are as well. Mm-hmm. Jake Ottinger, probably not enjoying his time right now in the Western Conference Finals. No, gets no. yanked in Game 3 after allowing mm-hmm. three goals on, what was it, five or six shots? He had a 400 save percentage within the first eight minutes of Game 3 against the Vegas Golden Knights. But yeah. He yep. gets chased for the fourth time, I believe, in this postseason so far. I think it was two or three times against Seattle. But, yeah, mm-hmm. gets pulled against the Vegas Golden Knights in game three. And Jake Ottinger, Dallas Stars, find themselves down 3-0 to the Vegas Golden Knights. Here's my thing with all of this chasing and pulling as well. And, I, you know, it's uh, we've talked at length about the coaching and what we think about all the coaches yep. left in the – they're all studs. They're all studs, and I'm not here to detract from, you know, Pete DeBoer is also one of those guys who is just well-respected. Wait, it's DeBoer, right? Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, Yeah, Peter DeBoer. And so, anyway, I'm not here to chirp Pete DeBoer, and I understand that Jake Ottinger needed to be pulled in some of those situations, but this back-and-forth Yankee job situation is not good for a guy who's only 24 years old. This is his first real run, right, in the postseason, I believe, Steve. Let me check this. Yeah, he he had seven games last year against the Yeah, he had the seven games last year. So this is his first real run. I would have rather him actually at some point, and you know, now you can't because you got to go with Ottinger. I would have rather seen him ride again with Wedgwood just to really send that message to Ottinger. If you're going to pull him and try and get the best out of him, pull him and sit him again and send that message. That's just my opinion. I'm not here to hash that out. I just wanted to throw that out there. So tell me what you think about that. And is this man decreasing his fantasy value for next season? I don't think so, but that's because I'm so closely tied to his value. (laughs) But if he keeps getting chased, something that, by the way, at this time of season, you can't be getting chased and allowing the kinds of goals that he's been allowing. And his numbers were just so good during the regular season, and they just have not been during this postseason steal at times, looking really, really bad. So, yeah, I want to hit you with, what do you think about that, Mike, take on the DeBoer Yankee jobs, and is he decreasing his fantasy value? Yeah, I think if you go back to the second-round series with Seattle, I think at some point maybe you give a little bit of uh, you know Scott Wedgwood some leeway, get him into the game, and, and see what he can do. You know, it's obviously a tough series going back Hindsight's and forth. Hindsight's 2020 as well. So I'm yeah, exactly. It, so. Yeah. I get where you're coming from, but when you've got Jake Jake Ottinger over Scott Wedgwood, I think you obviously just go it's back true. to Jake it's Ottinger, true. who's proven to bounce back after a tough loss. It mm-hmm. hasn't been that case so far in the Western Conference Finals. But I, look, you and I both, I think, can agree on this, that even with this tough stretch of hockey, he's still a top five, top seven goaltender in the league fantasy I was hoping wise. you would say that. I agree. Yeah, he's, st- he's still a top five, The top stars seven. are still going to be a force to be reckoned with in that yeah, division and, as and, well. And, and that's the thing too. Playoff hockey is just completely different from the regular season. So it's a tough stretch of hockey for him right now. The better team's just winning. The Vegas Golden Knights yep. are just the better team. That's what's hey, happening. That you, that's it, man. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what's happening. And yep. it is a tough stretch of hockey. I think he can obviously be better. The first goal in game three, he couldn't stop that. That was a cross crease, absolute yep. rifle from Jonathan Marcheseau. 
But the second and third goal were just absolutely atrocious. Uh, second goal, you know, he was way out of his crease, pushed way too far over. He was almost at the right post. The puck went in the middle of the net, like just below the crossbar. Right. And then the third goal was a weak backhander that he actually caught a piece of. It still went in, though. So mm -hmm. he gets chased around game three, and or he gets chased out of game three. It's been a tough stretch. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day or after he got yanked. I don't know when or how this happened, but this is exactly out of Space Jam. I don't know how or when, but Sergei Bobrovsky and Jake Andres somehow crossed paths and at some point accidentally transferred their talent to one another. Because what we <laughs> are supposed to be getting out of Jake Ottinger is what we're getting out of Sergei Bobrovsky right now, and it's vice versa. So okay. I thought that Who's was on a the Monsters. Funny, though. That. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm kidding. But, but again, it's also it's not just Jake Ottinger. It's also again the entire team has just gotten true. worse as the it's playoffs true. have gone on. Yeah, they, and they've you know they've put him in some tough spots too. I'm not here to defend how he's played, but I yeah. am here to defend his fantasy value for next season because I agree, and I also. You know, with Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn starting to, I know they had bounce back seasons, but you know, their time is starting to wane in the NHL. And I think even with those contracts and the value that they've gotten out of them this year, especially after mm -hmm. they could have been both written off potentially, uh, I think you're going to start to see their minutes really wane as well. And, you know, yeah. another year for Wyatt Johnson, another year for Miro Heiskanen, another year for Jake Ottinger. Those are uh, Rupe Hints, Robertson. Those are some of the most enticing young pillars for team, right? Like if we're putting together, They're let's say four sure. or five of the best young, like to build a team with, I'm probably taking Ottinger. Heiskanen's up there for sure. Wyatt Johnson down the list, but he's intriguing. Jason Robertson for sure. Rupe Hintz probably for sure. So that's why I think the value for Ottinger has he struggled? Yes. May these be a big learning point for him and boost his value next year in terms of the long run? Yeah. We'll wait and see for sure. <laughs> I think he's still a stud steal. Speaking of studs, our picks have been hitting a little bit here, my friend. So why don't I throw it over to you for your game four Thursday night bets? Yeah, and if you don't mind, I'll just rattle off all three of Might them. as well. Just get them right out of the way. And I really like these picks, actually. First pick of the night, Stars in Vegas, under six and a half at minus 188. If you okay. want to bump it down to under five and a half, I believe it's at minus 110 or 105 around those odds right now. I but got it at 115 right now. 115, perfect. So yeah, if you want to bump it down to under five and a half, I'm there for it too. I'm playing a little bit more safe because I'm parlaying this together. So under six and a half at minus 188. Mm -hmm. I'm also going Barbashev over... A over half a point in this matchup as well at plus Ooh. 126. He's got seven points in his last five games. That to me actually might be a top three pickup at the trade deadline for the Vegas Golden or any uh, pickup at the trade deadline. He has been spectacular so far this postseason. And to jump on top of that, my lock of the night, Jonathan hey. Marcheseau, anytime goal. The kid's just firing pucks in the back of the net. Mm -hmm. uh, ever since that mm -hmm. hat trick game, I think it was what, hat trick in game five? against the Edmonton Oilers, game six, maybe it was, yeah, maybe game six against the Something Edmonton like Oilers, that. the hat trick. He's just been firing in the in the light. The goal horn has just been popping off every single game, it seems like. So, stars under six, stars Vegas under six and a half, minus 188. Love it. Barbershev Love over it. half a point, plus 126. And Jonathan Marchessault is the lock of the night, anytime goal. Uh, I do not have the odds right now, but I'm assuming it's minus 100 or, or plus 100, one of those.
I think a plus 100 sounds good to me, Steele. Also, what sounds good to me is you and I are both thinking the same kind of direction <laughs> in this game. And I think I also, you know, we're in the middle of uh, game four for Florida, for this Florida mm-hmm. series against the Hurricanes, and we don't know, but I think we both, I took the Florida Panthers to sweep it on our bets, not our predictions, just our bets. And I think we see a sweep again. Yeah. First pick of the night, Vegas Golden Knights on the money line, plus 105, headed into this postseason steal. One of my caveats, if we were on a run the tape back, we knew all about the Vegas flu, right? We knew all about what this team does at home but they were one of the best teams on the road this season. I believe they had the second most wins in the NHL away from home, and they are 6-1 and one on the road in their last seven games overall. I think they get it done on the road, something that they've done all year. And at plus 105, I'm feeling that money because I am going to parlay these together as well. Same game parlay, shout out to FanDuel. Second pick, and I know you're going to like this one. He's led the team. He squashed some narratives. He's looking like he's ready to head to that first Stanley Cup of his career. Jack Eichel, six goals, 10 assists. Give me the Jack Eichel anytime assist. It's going to be a lower odd because he has 10 of them. But I'm feeling nice in this parlay. Vegas, Eichel, and give me the under as well. I like it at five and a half as well, Steele. Dallas is rattled. Vegas is confident. I think they're going to throw their raid around. I'm going to say 3-2 final. Mm -hmm. Empty net, I hope, doesn't pooch me. So my lock of the night, <laughs> under five and a half, minus 115. I'm going to parlay them together. But if I were to just hammer one, it would be the under once again, because I do think you'll see a response from yeah. Jake Ottinger and that defensive unit from the Dallas Stars. We're on the same page here today for this matchup. Our, yes, our player props are going hand in hand. Barbashev, Eichel, Marcheseau, they are getting it done offensively right yes, now sir. for the Vegas Golden Knights. Looks like it's going to be a sweep. That's what Flip and I are leaning towards for game four. Crazy. Crazy atmosphere in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Again, make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning. Eastern time is when you can find our episodes. Make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the support you show us every single day. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.